Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Friday, July 21st edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom, and I'm here again today by myself. Zach is out. This will be his final day out. We'll be back. We'll be back breaking down tons all the news that's already coming out of comic-con all next week this weekend we've already we're doing some counter programming with all the news we're going to be talking about the george miller's justice league mortal movie that never happened really fun um but today i've got a ton to get some really good twitter questions that i'm excited to talk about so first up david f sandberg has confirmed that he is directing the shazam film he you know this news first broke that he was in talks back in february and finally allowed to talk about it and say they confirmed that in multiple uh, twitter interview at comic-con like that he's out he's currently out promoting annabelle creation his horror film that comes out next month he's also directed lights out uh we've talked about him a little bit before so he's done two smaller films and i'm i'm, I'm pretty excited to do he's got a really cool backstory he's easy to, about three years ago at this just at home in sweden with his wife they they worked and he did some some freelance work and he also short films in his spare time one of them went viral eventually became lights out and now he's sort of uh, just just a really cool story to root for and new line has worked with him before in both of his films so is producing the damn film so it's they're obviously comfortable with him and think he's a star on the rise and a cool thing he was asked by ign as part of the live comic-con twitter stream about you know what drew him to the character of shazam and, and why is he sort of interested in that and i thought it was a really cool answer he said it's the ultimate wish fulfillment Every kid wants to be Superman. He's a kid who gets a chance to be Superman and he finds out that he could also, that could also be a challenge. That's kind of, you know, part of that is almost exactly what I've said about what makes Shazam such a great character. So I'm glad that Samberg is, is talking about that. You know, it'd be easy for him to say, well, I'm excited to have a a hundred plus million dollar budget after working on two small films, but he's not talking about that. He's clearly excited about, to me, what is the true, what makes Shazam a unique character yeah he's got overlap of powers with other characters but he's just a young kid you know an orphan normally either homeless or bouncing around foster homes and you know someone approaches him one day and he gets the powers basically of superman that is what such a unique character and so i'm glad they're approaching it from that angle and i'm hoping it's more that's why i hope it's more of a a family-friendly all-ages film you know i'm still want some serious stakes but i i really think this is someone that could be something that could be an all-ages film and it seems like that's how he's approaching it now the hollywood reporter had an article on this too they sort of reiterated that it will be the next dc movie to shoot expected to film in january or february of next year we're about six months out from that another interesting nugget peter safran is in talks to produce which would make sense he has worked with sandberg on annabelle creation and he's he's done a lot of different things, but he's I think he works more on the business side. He's got a background in, in corporate law and everything, so I I don't know how involved he'll be on the creative side. But it seems like he's got a good business background, and his most successful films are working with James Wan on the Conjuring films, and he's currently producing Aquaman for James Wan. So it would make sense. He's got you know he's worked with superheroes, and he has worked with Sandberg before, so it, it makes sense. Uh, so this brings up the question of what DC movie will be film next after that, and it's it's sort of a guessing game. There's more. Everything moving on. It sounds like Suicide Squad has a good chance. The next Suicide Squad film, if they're planning to film it in 2018, that would to be the after this. In other news, there was a new Justice League image and article from Entertainment Weekly. It features Wonder Woman, Flash, and Batman standing in what looks like Star Labs, or at least Dr. Silas Stone's office. Pretty cool image. We keep seeing images of these three together, which kind of makes sense because I'm assuming they're from earlier in the film. 
And from what we know so far, it looks like Barry is the only one to kind of join up with Wonder Woman and Batman. Uh, so that makes sense that they're working together at the beginning. Uh, we also had a quote in this article from Ezra Miller. He says, in Diana and Bruce, you have two very different veteran mentalities. Wonder Woman has this powerful compassion. Bruce is more irritable, less tolerant. Barry's in total all of them. He knows this is the big leap. Yeah, that that, uh, that pretty much sums up those characters. And I think that's pretty cool to see. That's that's what I want. One of the things I want to see from The Flash is him being sort of a fan of these other superheroes and, and wanting to work with them. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we also had a minor sort of Matthew Vaughn update. Screen Rant talked to Vaughn's writing partner, Jane Goldman. You know, we found out a while back that DC was interested in Vaughn for the next Superman film. And Goldman was asked if Vaughn will work on the Man of Steel sequel. She said, I know Matthew's a big Superman fan. Would I like to? I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. I think Matthew's looking at it from a directing point of view. I have no idea what's happening there. She was also asked if she wanted to write, and she said she might. Uh, she said, I'm not sure. There might already be a script for it. I think so. I'm not certain, actually, but it's complicated complicated with a character with that kind of history. Obviously, X-Men has an equally complicated history, but Superman feels a lot more recent. He's been brought to life in a new iteration. He means a lot to a lot of people, and maybe there are other people with more a connection with Superman, but who knows? So that sounds like she's kind of wishy-washy enough. She wants to write it, but it sounds like Vaughn is at least somewhat interested. Uh, he has a second Kingsman film that releases in September, and he already has a, ideas for another film in that franchise. I, so I don't know if, you know, it hasn't been greenlit, the third one, but I don't know if he'd rather do another Kingsman or Superman. So I guess we'll be waiting on news for that. I'm kind of, I'd kind of be surprised if, anything was announced with the next Superman film before November because, you know, Superman's dead and he, he can't have another film. Uh, that wouldn't make sense. So, but, you know, I've, I've said before, Vaughn, is, a lot of people like him. I'm not as big of a fan as most people, but it, I guess we'll wait and see if he is involved and how. On to TV news, Krypton released a teaser trailer and it is on YouTube. It is only 20 seconds in length. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, you get to see a lot of cool images of the world of Krypton and sort of everything there and brief glimpse of action and all that. But again, I like what I'm seeing from this. I know this definitely isn't for everyone. This isn't a superhero show. This is not anything like that, but it's, it looks like a really cool science fiction world that they've created there. And I'm, that's why I'm excited for it and why I want to see a lot more from this. Okay. On to some Twitter questions, some really good ones. Uh, a lot of fun to talk about from at Salvatore underscore chief with a new Batman script on the way. What would you think of Deathstroke being moved to the Nightwing? Well, let's, I would say, let's wait and see what Matt Reeves wants to do first. Uh, if he wants Deathstroke, then I think he should be able to have him. But that is interesting. I know a lot of people have thought of that. I would kind of be cool with that if he moved to Nightwing or something, you know, showed up somewhere else down the line. I, I kind of want to see Red Hood and Deathstroke personally, and almost Batman take one of them and Nightwing take the other. I think that would make a lot of sense. Also, a long, time, a long time ago, like a year ago, before Ben Affleck dropped the Deathstroke footage and before Nightwing movie was even a thing, I thought it would be cool to have Deathstroke be the villain of a cyborg film. Mainly because even even in fans of, of superhero films aren't excited necessarily for the cyborg film. You see a lot of mixed response to that. I think the origin story would make a great film. Uh, if you don't believe me, just watch RoboCop from 1987. Uh, it's kind of all there, but I think that would be great. But Cyborg also doesn't have a lot of well-known villains, and so I thought that would be really cool to, to come up with a way for Deathstroke to be the villain of the film. But I, not necessarily that that will happen, but I think I'm hopeful that Deathstroke will show up and have a big role in many movies. I'm kind of hoping he'll be a recurring villain and show up 
here and there. You know, he's he's well known for being a villain of Teen Titans, but he's also Batman, Justice League, Nightwing specifically. Uh, he, he can show up anywhere and maybe eventually become a member of the Suicide Squad. I think there's a lot you can do with that character, and I definitely want to see him somewhere if he's not in Batman. Another question from at Condor underscore Zlander: Could they announce that they cast Batgirl for the Batgirl movie at, at San Diego Comic Con and introduce the actress on stage? I don't think so. Anything's possible, uh, but this would really surprise me, mainly because we know Joss Whedon's kind of busy right now working on Justice League. He, I don't know how far he got on his Batgirl script, but I'm guessing he's not working on it too much right now to the point where he could, you know, meet with actresses and, and all of that. So I would kind of, I'd be surprised if we got anything until Justice League is out. Uh, if if they were to announce a, a cast member, a hero, I would expect it to be Shazam. I think there would be a better chance of that, but I'm not necessarily expecting any casting announcements that would be awesome i think that would be a cool surprise but i'm not definitely not expecting it and speaking of shazam we got one last twitter question from at jr batman 23 could you guys explain the whole captain marvel shazam name and how it correlates to marvel's captain marvel yeah this (laughs) this is kind of a long story i'll do a quick uh rundown here you know i know a lot of people are confused by this because the character of shazam has always been known as captain marvel and now it's it's kind of can't be known as that and i know a lot of people don't like that or are upset about it but just to give some background the character of captain marvel was first created by fawcett comics uh the first issue debuted in, in 1940 so this is a character that's been along around a long time so the hero was captain marvel he got his powers from a wizard that was named shazam and you know he's a little boy billy batson screams shazam he becomes captain marvel the superhero uh, it was a very popular in, in the 40s, but sales dropped after World War II, and Fawcett Comics also got a copyright infringement case against them that they lost, uh, basically saying you know he was a copy of Superman because of similar powers and everything like that. And so that was before DC Comics was even a thing. It was I think it was National Publications at the time, but they had sued, and so sales dropping mixed with that copyright infringement case made Fawcett Comics basically stop doing their comic book division uh, they basically stopped uh, in the meantime other companies tried to use the captain marvel name and, and try to take advantage of it because it was popular um, but the character the actual character just sat there for a while until 1972 when dc picked the name you know bought the comic bought the, the character uh, everything left over and so incorporated it into their own universe in 1972 but in the meantime marvel comics was created sort of the name started first being used marvel comics i think in 1961 and marvel claimed the captain marvel trademark in 1967 basically they created rushed and sort of created a character almost just to get the trademark uh depending on who you ask there but so they in 1967 they didn't have the character of captain marvel but they had a character named captain marvel that they used the trademark for so because of that when dc went back to to creating captain marvel comics in 70 in the 70s they no longer could use captain marvel in the title so they titled all their books shazam and then they normally have captain marvel in the subtitle based on you know and within the books he was still referred to as captain marvel uh, and that's how it was known you know there was a tv show in the 70s titled shazam there's been other iterations over the years but normally the comics have been titled shazam and but the character was still referred to as captain marvel well when the new 52 started dc basically just uh abandoned the captain marvel name so now the the hero formerly known as captain marvel is now shazam and the wizard is just the wizard so it's kind of weird because he's shazam and he yells shazam to get his powers and that's actually his name but i think it makes sense because the general public sort of knows and the general public that knows of comic characters knows of the character of shaz as shazam because of 
um, the TV show and the comics, and that's kind of a lot of people were confused anyway who aren't the hardcore fans. So I know a lot of people are upset about that because they've always known him as Cap Marvel, but unfortunately DC has no longer done that. And so, you know, there's been many Captain Marvels over the years at Marvel Comics, and they're currently, their latest one is the one that's getting a movie. And that Captain Marvel, that, that version only became Captain Marvel in 2012. So this is, it's kind of strange that the Captain Marvel that was created in 1940 can't use the name <laughs> as a film title, but one that was created in 2012 can. But that's just sort of how the the legal situation played out. So that's a brief rundown. Uh, I know it's kind of long there, but it's a brief rundown of everything that happened with that character. Um, so that's all I've got for today. We'll be back again soon with more San Diego Comic-Con news. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.